0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hey, now off and run an hour or two of Tiger Tailgating here on yes, com along with Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick, and uh, the four three speed of Herb Tyler was on <laughs> the display <laughs> once yes, again. He stepped across the street to go to a friend's, uh, your work tailgate, I believe it yep, is. Yep, yep. Um, and perfect timing, right on time, back. So that's why this man to my left can absolutely fly. Matt Wyatt, former Mississippi State quarterback and host and analyst for the MSU Mississippi State University radio network. What's going on, Matt? How are you?
2: Hey, guys. How are y'all? on am Herb. It's good to hear your voice. I uh, always have um, great respect for you as a player. You beat our butts way too many times, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, hope y'all are having a good day.
3: Well, thank you for the kind words, Matt. Same here, man. Always respect, and um, you, you, you were one of the, the players that I would always look up to as well because you, you led your offense and your team to, um, to, to really good victories, and, uh, and everybody respected you as well. Yes, sir.
2: I appreciate that.
1: Matt, what was your, what's your I guess, I don't want to say best memory because I guess Herb, Herb got the better of the, uh, the Mississippi State Bulldogs <laughs> while you were there, but wh- what was your, one of the lasting memories of facing this guy and that LSU team that, that he was a part of?
2: Yeah, they were always um, so balanced is what I one thing that I do remember. You know, and LSU always had our number. And even there in the late 90s when I was in school, um, we had a Western Division title in, in 98, played in the mm-hmm. championship game, and we yep. were a, a 10-win team in 99. But uh, that whole time, I think the only time while I was in school that we beat LSU was in that 99 season, and that was a one-point game in Starkville. So one thing that always jumped out at me about their offenses with her was You know, he could run the ball. Uh, They ran the ball so successfully with those great backs that we always had to put up with tackling. But their play action stuff and Herb's ability to throw that ball down the field. Like if I close my eyes, I could picture him completing that deep corner route off play action, you know, that he would throw so well. So, you know, back then the offense was really, really balanced and it was kind of pro style. Yes, it and was. Uh, they always had receivers that you that you,
3: you really couldn't
2: match up in man-to-man. And, you know, Herb, I would say that uh, recent years and then coming into this year, that's kind of what's been missing in that LSU offense has been that balance, that mm-hmm. constant threat of, you know, they had Fournette and, and Geis, but you could load that box and hit them, and you weren't as much worried about the play action back in. Mm-hmm. like it was back when you played.
1: Matt White, former yes, Mississippi sir. State quarterback, host and analyst on the Mississippi State University radio network. And, Matt, two contrasting styles at quarterback today, tonight. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald, more of a runner. Joe Burrow, a little bit of a runner but also a thrower as well. Just talk about these two quarterbacks that we're going to see tonight.
2: Yeah, you know, Nick is at 6'5", I mean, every bit of 6'5", every bit of
1: 230, who's
2: a legit 4'4", four, 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 type guy in a forty. You know, definitely mm-hmm. a 4-4 guy prior to that injury last year. But, I mean, he can still really go. And just so hard to tackle. You know, he's always going forward. And because of his running ability, you as a defense, you got to defend all 11 guys. You know, it's not like back when I played where, you know, I'd hand the ball off and now it's 10 on 11, but I'm just standing there watching. you mm-hmm. got to defend all 11 against Nick. He does have the big, powerful, strong arm, It's just they haven't connected very much down the field. But but his ability to throw it from one end of the field to the other, it does give you something as a defense that you have to respect. You have to cover uh, back there. And then what I see with Joe Burrow, I've been asked a lot about him uh, this week, I just see a guy who's doing what they're asking him to do, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, on one play they're going to have him in the shotgun, Four wives and go zone read and say hey go read the end and keep the ball and run it and then and in the very next play they may put him under center and say you know go pro style turn your back on the defense and play action he's just he's doing what they're asking him to do managing the offense getting it to the right guys getting them in field goal range and he's really only had the one big mistake at one time this year and that was the pick against Florida and outside of that
3: he's taking care of the football. Big win for LSU last week against Georgia. What's mm-hmm. Mississippi State's approach to this particular football game as a whole, offensively and defensively? How do they come out to defend and then, um, you know, and, and try to to win the offensive battle against LSU this yeah. week?
2: Yeah, Herb. You know, I think <clears throat> I think it was it would have been uh, totally different for State game plan. They had watched, say, if, if they looked and watched Georgia run the ball. A lot mm-hmm. against LSU last week. But because Georgia couldn't do that, you know, it probably affects the way that, that state might game plan some in this ballgame offensively. I do know this, though um, however they try to do it, they have to run the football to score points on this offense right now. It's not an offense that's going to line up in four wide mm-hmm. and go hurry up and throw it down the field with seven straight completions. That's just not who they are they have to figure out a way to run the ball. So everything they do on offensively is built around that. And then defensively, you know, this is a very, very good Mississippi State defense. You know, they're number one in the country in and, in and, uh, and points out and a couple of other things. The guy who pressures opposing, opposing quarterbacks more than anybody else in the league is Montez Sweat at defensive end. Mm-hmm. I would feel like that they're going to come into this game saying, you know, we've got to be responsible. They can hit the big play. They've got the receivers at LSU. But if we can pressure and hit that quarterback, we can make him uncomfortable. So I think they're going to load up and come after Joe Burrow tonight.
1: Matt Wyatt, mm-hmm. former Mississippi State quarterback and host and analyst on the Mississippi State University radio network. And, Matt, you talked about that defense, and in particular Montez Sweat. Um, he's kind of the, the straw that stirs the drink up front for them. For somebody that hasn't seen him play, for an LSU fan maybe or a college football fan that hasn't necessarily seen him play, how would you describe him?
2: Well, uh, he is built just like and in a lot of ways plays similar to, you remember Jason Taylor, that uh, out of Akron, who became the Hall of Famer for the Dolphins. He's the exact same size. He's 6'6 and 250 pounds. Um, He he does have that – you know, elite speed for a guy that size playing deep to them. So you're talking about a long, tall, lean player with long arms. Um, one of the things he is doing this year more than he did last year, and that is he's in a four-man front with his hand down, just trying to beat that offensive tackle off the edge. Last year they moved him around more, had him standing up and all that stuff. This year it was more hand down. You'll see teams, well, throughout the year, teams have just kind of gone away from zone-reading him. In other words, leave him unblocked can read off of him. Because he's so long, he'll stay out and make you give the ball to the running back, but still athletic enough and long enough that he'll jump back inside and make the tackle. So he's, he's a guy who really weights things over to his corner of the defense.
3: Matt, 23 years ago, I went to Mississippi State, and I, um, I went to the, the Bulldog uh, football camp, and, and Jackie Sherrill was the head coach, and I ended up being the MVP of that, that camp, and he offered me a scholarship to come to Mississippi State. I was coming out of O'Perry Walker on West Bank in New Orleans, and I turned him down. I ended up going to LSU, and my career became my career. You guys now have a guy who came from O'Perry Walker, well, Landry Walker now, And Keaton Thompson, and I think he's a special player. I thought he was the the best quarterback to ever come out of o Walker, and that's, you know, from the second-best quarterback (laughs) coming out of o Walker. So (laughs) what do you guys think about Keaton? Is he the future quarterback for Mississippi State?
2: Yeah, I really think he is, Herb. Uh, And, you know, earlier this year when he started in that first game with uh, Nick uh, serving the suspension, he just showed that – You know, the things he did in high school. And, of course, leading the team to a win over Lamar Jackson and Louisville in the bowl game, Mm -hmm. playing every snap, he just showed that he knows how to get it in the end zone. It may not always be pretty. Every pass isn't the tightest, you know, Herb Tyler spiral, but he gets it there. And he can really run the ball. He's bigger than you realize. He's every bit of 6'4 and about two hundred twenty-five pounds. He just in his high school numbers. You're right. Like we were looking at that coming into the year, and they're just they're phenomenal. They're kind of underappreciated, I think, for you know everything that he did in high school. When you talk about way over five thousand yards of offense his senior year, Mm seventy-two total touchdowns his senior year high school. It's just it's incredible. He knows how to get up down the field. He's a little bit of experience away from taking over. And when Fitzgerald moves on uh, to whatever's next for him, I believe it'll be key the rest of the way.
1: Matt Wyatt, former Mississippi State quarterback here on Tiger Tailgate and also host and analyst for the Mississippi State University Radio Network. Matt, uh, how do you think this one shakes out today?
2: Well, I do think that it's going to be a low-scoring game. The two defenses are the best units in this game, and I think both of them are potentially two of the better defensive units in the country. So I just expect a low-scoring game one way or the other. And really, it sounds so simple and elementary, but I just believe which of the two offenses finds a way to run the ball. So, I mean, yes, that's scheme and game plan, but it's also offensive line who has the most juice, who's hitting the right people at the right time with the most energy for 60 minutes. Whichever of those offensive lines does it, that'll be the team that runs the ball successfully. And that will be the team that wins a low-scoring game. Um, it's, and I do think that the matchup, in spite of the ranking and everything, is pretty even. It's a pretty even matchup. And LSU is going to have an advantage being at home. But it ought to be a close, good ball game.
1: Matt, outstanding insight, man. We yes, appreciate sir. the visit for sure. Thank you, Matt.
2: Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Good to talk to you. Have a great day.
1: Yes, talk sir. Too. Good luck, man. Matt Wyatt, former Mississippi State quarterback and also host and analyst on the Mississippi State University radio network. We'll step away and come back continue our Tiger tailgating show Live on LSU's campus in front of the Athletic Administration building. Herb and Christian here on WWL. Herb's over here dancing, cutting a rug. What is that you're working on there?
3: That's the curly shuffle right there, baby. You don't know about the curly shuffle. I'm a Three Stooges fanatic, and uh, one of the things I've learned from those guys is how to cut a mean
1: rug with a curly shuffle, baby. I didn't know you were a Three Stooges fanatic. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I used to watch that when growing up. Yeah. growing
3: up i still watch that today know,
1: I, where, what channel is that on
3: on oh, uh like i got this i got this t- there you go tmc they come on tmc but i also have um uh, um you can go on youtube and watch all of them oh yeah and it's all in hd it's beautiful do you watch color. impractical jokers i love impractical
1: jokers oh, are you That's kidding funny. me i'm gonna have james murray murr oh are you on really? the show tuesday yeah on really? Sports Talk. yeah Okay, that's going to be nice. Oh, yeah. Those I'll guys w- are fools, man. Oh, man, they they stop at nothing, <laughs> no, nothing. to embarrass each other. Absolutely. How, how often do you – I don't know. I don't get embarrassed pretty easy, so I would I, I would say some of the things that they make them say. I would do everything that I they would do
3: because t- I don't – I mean, there's nothing that embarrasses me. I'm the
1: same way. But then again, telling total strangers, you know, to, oh. to go fly a kite is, you know. I don't know. No, I mean it's our, a part. Or barking at a baby? But it's a part. When of, they walk by.
3: It's all a part of a show. So you know, it's if it's if you're doing something maliciously, then that's different. But this is something that you know they're doing to they have fun and right. just you know you know poking at people a little bit. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. Got to live I, a little bit. I man. love
1: that show. I'm am addicted to it.
3: I love that. I love whose line is it anyway? Too. That's a great one. That's a great. Yep. I like that
1: one. Tiger tailgate. Believe it or not, we are going to get to some LSU Mississippi <laughs> State football. Have to get every <laughs> once in a while. We just get a little, uh, little side track. a little sidetracked. We get a little sidetracked. Yeah,
3: we you know we have a good time and we talk about life. You know,
1: Herb LSU and State today. And how much do you think LSU really can, can they bank on the whole idea? I mean, is there like a revenge factor in college football? Hey, they beat us yes by thirty last year. Some of these guys weren't even on the team last year. Right?
3: Though. Yeah. No. It it is because the coaches were there. You know, and 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 you you you. You still you go back and you look at those video the video of that game because some of the players that they have are still there, so you want to learn some things that they've done in the past and how they've transitioned to this year and who they are this year um but ultimately, you know the past is a past, you still got to move on from it, and this is now last year they were ranked whatever they were ranked, meaning the tigers were ranked whatever they were ranked last year this year they're number five for the second time in two weeks <laughs> so mm-hmm. um or three weeks, if you will so w- with that being said, y- you have to learn how to Become that team, you know? We, we all talk about how great Alabama is, right? And, and we talk about the mystique of what they are, Nick Saban, all that stuff. The one thing that's consistent with them, they are who they are, always. Win or lose, doesn't matter. They go into each <laughs> game, they approach it the exact same way. Um, their mindset is they're champions, and that's nothing else, nothing less. So we have to become champions in our mindset in order to be champions on the field. And I think the guys are working their way to that, We've come from nothing this year to number five twice. And you know, I, I really have you have to take your hats off to Coach O. He's done a tremendous job. I think he should be and definitely is in the running for Coach of the Year. Um, I think he's finally we finally have allowed our offense and defensive coordinator to just do what they do. Coach so. O has
1: gone from the, the hot seat to the hey, maybe you think about offering this guy an extension, extension after this year. I agree. Auburn beats Ole miss thirty one to sixteen. We'll go around the SEC and scoreboards after our CBS and local news headlines. Tiger tailgating, Herbert Christian here on WWL. Look at the tiger. Going around the SEC and our college football scoreboard. All scores final here. Auburn 31, Ole Miss 16, Oklahoma, Oklahoma number nine, Oklahoma 52-27 over TCU, it's Illinois, and Wisconsin number 23, Badgers taking care of business against the Fighting Illini 49-20. Cincinnati and Temple are in overtime right now, tied at seventeen. <laughs> Good game. Iowa twenty three. Maryland zero. NC star UNC and Syracuse in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. The Tar Heels on top, twenty seven to twenty. Any surprises there for you, especially that Auburn Ole Miss game? It, it really didn't surprise me in terms of I mean, Ole Miss's defense is just not good. No, <laughs> they can't stop a nosebleed.
3: No, but I, I would think that Ole Miss would be able to score the football, though. You know, I mean, yeah. I think I, I think they would be able to make some points, I'll put some points on the board. But I mean, they, the past couple of weeks they just haven't been clicking on anything. But you know, it's tough, man. What they're going through with with the coach from being fired last year or whatever, and then dealing with all. I mean, it's just it's really tough. So. But they'll come back around. They'll be they'll be a contender before you know it.
1: Michigan and Michigan State, tied at seven. That game was in a weather delay after the first quarter, so it's seven seven. The Wolverines and Spartans. That's a huge rivalry. That's a fun rivalry. Look, I like
3: I like I like Michigan. I like the uniforms. I like Coach Harbaugh. But I'm looking for Michigan State to win this game. I do too.
1: I, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. But yeah. Uh, that that's, a, that's another storied rivalry in college mm-hmm. football. It is. It it's, is. And speaking of uniforms, how about LSU's uniforms tonight, honoring the uh, silent season of 1918? They're going to have a really unique uniform. And, of course, that was the World War One year where a lot of students um, left the campus at, uh, here at LSU mm-hmm. to go fight for their country, and ultimately yeah. America won World War One. So they're going to honor the 1918. 18th season where they, they didn't play.
3: Look, not sure if they've done this before, but this is long overdue if they haven't. Man, this is something special. I think the the, the school has done something remarkable with this, um, with changing the uniforms, having the oak uh, tree uh, yeah. design on the, the numbers, um, and not having any names on the back of the uniforms. I think that's awesome. And then, you know, the, the differential in the colors of the helmet, and when the light hits it, it's purple, or when it when it, changes, it reflects a yellow or gold or whatnot. I think all of that's beautiful, man. That's something that they, they – been needing to do if they haven't done it. And, and, and man, look, like, like I always tell you all the time, man, thank you for your services and every other servicemen out there and people who lost loved ones and things of that nature. We truly appreciate you guys. You guys put everything on the line so we can live here freely in our country.
1: And, you know, and thanks, to her. And, you know, LSU, Louisiana State University, has always been a very proud, traditional yep. military-supporting school. And they, they've done things in the past. I mean, the baseball team usually plays – you know one of the academies right and, yep. they, and they, they honor a veteran every game uh or I, I think every every home uh weekend series at least they, mm-hmm. they do uh, so I, th- I think that's something important i think that's something that lsu does better than than most universities in the countries they honor uh whether it's current military past military they recognize significant moments yep. in, in american uh history in terms of wars that were fought etc and so i think it's a it's a really neat thing, and th- these uniforms are gonna They're be beautiful.
3: Cool. No, no, it's gonna be beautiful, man. I think, <laughs> I think the 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 helmets, the paint for the helmet, is like fifteen hundred bucks a gallon. Wow! And it's well worth it. You know what I mean? There's no, you spend no expense when it comes to something like this, man. I mean, because you know, you just you're just doing something that's really, really, like I said, has been long overdue, and, and to, to recognize the people who's who. who you know um committed to, uh, not committed but who's giving the ultimate sacrifice in in the name of glory in the name of our country is something that you can I mean there's nothing no expense that you can spare with that man it's, it's a wonderful thing man I wish I wish they'd have done something like this when I was playing I would have been so proud to wear that uniform and um and, and just really you know what it what it means to everyone across the the, the country you know and what it does what you guys have done for us thank
1: you and the uh American flag on the back of the helmet the decal mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna have 48 states yeah. 48 40 stars, stars yep. Alaska and Hawaii weren't a part of the, uh, the, the U.S. at the right. time in 1918. So um, just a really neat – I mean, that's detailed stuff. That's very detailed. Historical. You know, it shows you a little history. I, I didn't even realize until I read the article that, that there was a, a, a season that was silent in 1918 for LSU. They
3: yeah. didn't play. Not only is there a season that when that happened, but, you know, there's a uh, memorial, um, uh, I guess, statue or mm-hmm. monument over just by the Union in um, and, uh, – and, and, and it's, it's it's something, man, that's special, and if you if you ever get a chance to come on LSU's campus, go take a walk over there and pay it a visit, and I think you'll be astonished.
1: And that's how, um, in the Revolutionary War, that's how LSU became the Fighting Tigers. The and Fighting so Tigers, It was right. a part of a, a regiment yep. that, that fought like tigers, so yep. that's how they kind of got, they adopted that nickname, the Fighting yep. Tigers. There's a lot of military lineage on this campus and throughout yep. this university. Yep. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870, text 870-870, starting to see some, Good crowds, starting yeah. to pick up a little bit. Nothing like last week, the atmosphere, not quite as magical, but you are seeing a lot of Mississippi State Bulldogs.
3: Yeah, well, see, I see a few sprinkling here and there. You know, we had a couple that, that came over and, uh, and came and said hello to us when we were talking Just Matt. don't
1: bring the cowbells in there.
3: No, they can't bring the cowbells. <laughs> if they bring the cowbells, I think uh, my wife, Lori, is going to go in there and take all of them. <laughs> but, um, here's what we got, though. I see a lot of purple and gold, a lot yeah. of people who are walking around. Not as many uh, State fans, but. Which is good. So I'd like to see the overwhelming presence of purple and gold in the stands this weekend, and and no maroon, please.
1: Herb, you've been in that building right, right across the street from where we are, Tiger Stadium. Yes. And and some magical moments when it's it truly felt like Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Last week, how good is it? How cool was it as a player, former player, and I, I know you're purple and gold through and through to see the the revival of Death Valley now finally feeling like Death Valley once again, where opponents' dreams come to die. It had lost a little bit of its shine the last couple of years. I think that home field adba- advantage is truly back now for LSU.
3: No, man, you're right. It, it lost a little bit of its luster. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, watching last week was special on many um, different fronts because, for, for, for one, just watching the game and watching the guys play like <laughs> they play with the energy and, and the level of enthusiasm that they play with was really, truly refreshing for me. And then watching the coaches really coach a great game and get those guys to play in the level that they did play at. Um and then watching the fans, man. The fans were, were really, really, <laughs> really a part of that game and which 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 really fueled the fire for the players, man. That really makes a difference. And and like I said, for me as a player, it wasn't so much that I, I, I didn't notice it. It just was difficult because I'm just so focused on trying to to, to to do the right things and put our, our team in the right situations to where I had to tune stuff out. Where everybody else on the team doesn't. They fuel they get fueled from those the the screaming fans, the the the, the band, um, you know the chants and all the different things that the, the student section do and then everybody else. So I mean it's it's pretty cool man it's awesome it's a, it's um it's one of those things where you know every saturday night was like that for me in Death Valley. I don't think there was one saturday night that it wasn't to be honest with you. And um so it's pretty cool to see that. <laughs> I got to look I, look I just I just some things are just
1: <laughs> you just don't want to see. What it. is that? <laughs> what is, I don't know I can't even just disc- What are you wearing sir? But <laughs> What do we got going on? Oh, all, right. Ti- all right, all okay. right. It's a golden it's a t- golden, a golden man. Yeah, it's a golden man representing uh, the, the Golden the, Girls. The Golden Girls. All right. Wow. I Pretty like it. I like it. Interesting to say. The, well, I don't even know if interesting <laughs> is the right word to describe that. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. We'll step away and come back You here. know, somebody lost a bet last week. Oh, probably <laughs> so. That's probably it's what got to be what that is. Herb <laughs> and Christian here. My eyes can't uh, unsee <laughs> what I just saw. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> This is sports. No, no, it's not sports. Talk. See, I'm all, I'm all disoriented. Uh, this is no. Tiger Tailgating here on <laughs> WL. <laughs> w- <laughs> w- <laughs> the cookie count for Todd Jacobs, I don't know. We'll put it at over and under at six. Might I'm, go over that because Herb's about to go across the street and get some more. I'm going to over. We have our very own cookie monster here, our on site engineer, <laughs> Todd Jacobs, doing an outstanding job. and he's, the, he, the he can walker. multitask. The sleepwalker. Oh, man, don't put us business on the street <laughs> like that. I'm it no, I I'm going to go ahead and do it. Sorry, Todd. But so No, don't do that. Yeah, no, he's All giving right. me the go ahead. Okay. So, okay. It's a funny story, so Todd. <laughs> the other day, we were Two days we're doing ago. a show, yeah, Thursday, we're doing a show and I saw he's got a little bit of a, a sore on his, uh, on top of his nose and I was like and he says, "Yeah, yeah, broke my nose." I was like, "Okay, cool. So maybe you got in a fight or, you know, uh you're yo, you defending yo, the honor of a woman or I don't know." And no, I just ran into a wall in the middle of the night. Broke my nose.
3: In the house that I've been living yeah. in for 20 years?
1: <laughs> you haven't you have you mapped be, that house yet? It's funny because you know he's all right now, right? And yeah, yeah. I'm sure it wasn't funny at the time when he did it at 3 o'clock in the morning walking in his house. <laughs> uh, Todd, I guess that'll teach you a lesson is to turn hey, the walk, light a little, on. walk a little slower, Just turn, turn on the light, on. The light. you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Poor Todd getting picked on today. Phone line oh, open five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. 504-260-1870. I mean, like, you should change the story, like, in be you know tell people you got in a fight or like. Uh, no,
3: don't say that. At least say something like you know you were you were you had three bags of, of Walmart groceries in your hand and you were running to the car and you tripped over a French fry.
1: Yeah, or maybe you know I mean. Started with hey I, you know I had even though you, you could you can fudge this and this is a little bit more understanding. Hey, I had a couple drinks. So I was a little un- <laughs> un- unsure of my bearings and I ran into the
3: wall. Just say you over ate uh, 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 and, you know, uh, an omelet at Louis or something, and you just, you know, just some kind of way. Oh, you're Louis.
1: <coughs> oh, how good is that place? No,
3: it's the best place <laughs> in the world.
1: Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text eight seventy eight seventy. Having some fun at Todd Jacobs' expense. I'm sure your yeah, phone's going right. to start blowing up. All your friends are going to be texting you. I you know, well, mean, they're ripping on you pretty good. No, look, we're close-knit family over here, so we uh, yep. like to give each other a hard time. We we're not giving time. each other a hard time. It usually means that. We don't particularly care for you too much. Somebody's
3: nose gonna get broken.
1: <laughs> oh wow, Herb. This offensive line versus the Mississippi State uh, Bulldogs' yeah. defensive line, and um, at times I thought LSU uh, last week in particular just that they imposed their will on Georgia. They They've got to be able to do that again.
3: They did, and, and you know we, we did the same thing against Ole Miss too. Um So. The only team that I think that really got the best of us was was the Florida Florida team, yeah. and and it, I, like I said, it just wasn't so much. And I keep going back to this; it wasn't so much of the physicality of the def- offensive line, but the schematics of it all. So, and I thought last week we had a great scheme against a great uh, Georgia defense, and I think this week, I think we go into it the same with the same approach. You know, I think we ought to spread the ball, spread spread the, the field out, crease them with the run, um, <laughs> do some RPOs. Um, and then also get him under the center and and do some play action and then run the ball from under the center as well. But just mix it up really good and take some chances down the field, open his offense, continue to open it up, let it develop, let Joe Burrow get more and more comfortable in it. And then, you know, we still have to continue to grow and develop our receivers, and I think this is a good game to do that.
1: Last week's impact, obviously, on the polls and the confidence of your football team, Mm -hmm. but also it taught you a lesson. And secondly, man, the recruiting impact that it had.
3: (laughs) Oh, it was huge, huh? I think that was huge. I think just moving forward, every game from here on out is going to be that. But beating Georgia, I think really, really stepped some things up. I, you know, I hope John Emery was really taking a you know a really good look at this game <laughs> and what happened. Um, you know, shout out to old John. Come on, man, let's give the Tigers a little thought process now. Come on. Uh, but you know, um, it's, it's it's just it's just when you win, you can get those guys. You know, when you when you lose, you have a more difficult chance of getting the guys, you know, the four stars and the five stars that you really want. Now, LSU has done a great job of, of recruiting, you know, over the past 12, 13, 14, 15 years with four- and five-star athletes. At the same time, we've just been not developing them as well as we should be. So we, I think we can still get those guys, and I think that we can compete, start competing with the Alabamas and the Georgias and the Clemsons of the world, Ohio States of the world, with getting those four- and five-star guys that we can actually develop and put a, a championship um, caliber team out on the field.
1: You know the conversation has been bandied about about um, is LSU a playoff team? And look at their record; they play the toughest schedule by far oh, in the country. Yes, right? and they lost right? one game, but look at their record against top. That's three top ten wins. Yep. All right, potentially another top twenty five win today yep. if if you beat the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And you got Alabama coming to your place yep. uh, in two weeks. So at this point in the season, they're the highest ranked one loss team. At this point in the season. On, on records alone, if you had a playoff system going today, on just on their their resume alone, yep. is a top four team without a doubt, without a doubt. Now I know you got to finish the season, but I'm talking about what they've accomplished so far. You've heard me, Herb, lament rankings right early in the season, in particular. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think. I mean, look, um, Wisconsin was was in the top five at one point. Yep. And you know they're they're out of they're out of the top fifteen. They're in the twenties. I don't think you have a good enough read at preseason, weeks one and two of uh, the college football landscape. So I really kind of balk at a lot of the rankings. But now I think this is what, we, what we're seeing. And you are exceeding expectations for LSU, but I think that the true reading around five for LSU is about – I think they're that's about where I would say so they're going to they're gonna finish in that range, in the top ten. In,
3: in preseason stock, I put, I, I put no stock in the preseason stuff ever. Um, three weeks ago when we were number five, I was kind of like, you know what, maybe we're not five, maybe we're ten. Maybe we're 11, you know, but we're not five. And then we lose to Florida. Okay, we go back to 12, 13. That's about right. Hey, you pull off the victory that we pulled off last week against Georgia, you deserve to be five. Sure. As a, as Maybe a even higher. P- w- possibly higher, but the only reason why you're not is because there's four undefeated teams in front of you. So, And you're the highest ranked one-loss team in the country. I, I think we are worthy after that game last week, we are worthy of the number five ranking now, comes the question again as you've been asking all day how do you handle that success are you going to be the young team that you were two weeks ago and going to to Gainesville and lose or are you going to be the mature team that came to tiger stadium ne- last week and beat a number two ranked georgia bulldog team so i think i think coach i think coach always done a phenomenal job i've said it before and i'll say it again i think he should be definitely top two in the coaching of the year coaches of the year award um, recipient, and I think that they're going to do nothing but get better from here on out. Um, the, t- the schedule continues to get tough, and I think the guys are going to want to play on the level that they played last, last week because they like the way that that feels. They don't like that that taste of that loss in your mouth after that Florida game. So I think they're going to play better. I think the receivers are going to get really, you know, get more intense. Because if you look at last week, they, I think we had one drop. And the week before, we literally had seven or eight drops the week before that. So those guys are getting better. The offensive line, I think they're finally getting – to find themselves. I think we're finally healthy. getting well, we're getting healthy and then we're finding the, the the you know the lineup that we want there. Um and those guys can only get better from there. And then the running back positions, we found two guys that can actually run the ball. That answer has that question has been answered. Um and then, you know, obviously you go to defense and then we lost uh you, you know um a couple of key players on defense, but We've got guys that stepped in, and they've made some really great plays, and those guys are doing very, very well for us. So, And Coach Aranda's just continuing to, to be the masterful mind that we know that he can be and that he is. So as long as those guys can continue to do that and lead this team in the, in the manner that they have been, the coaches, I think we'll be fine, man.
1: Herb and Christian here, Tiger Tailgating. Coming up next hour, your phone calls at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Also, hanging out with TigerDetails.com, folks, next here on WWL